Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken parm, and I am, I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, joined by Charlie Five for a Charlie Tuesday. How are you, my friend? Doing well, Zach. Doing well. And we are broadcasting from the greatest place on the earth. Yes? I think so. Yep. The planet, the whole planet. Bomb Howard's Victory Grill right off of the, the Bent Creek exit here in Auburn. Tons of great food. I've gotten something different every time we every come here time. because uh, it's all good. And I trust the process here. It's trust delicious. It's delicious. But they all, they got some uh, some cool deals on Mondays and Tuesdays over the summer. Yeah, so Mondays you got BOGO to go. So buy one, get one to go pizza that are made in the only uh, coal fire oven, I believe, in the whole Milky Way galaxy. Uh, that is correct. It's that is correct. Elite pizza. And then on Tuesday nights, kids eat free. Face painting, balloon animals, bring bring your children, and let's come get some food. Yeah, bring the children. Absolutely, absolutely. No, we love. Uh, we absolutely love our time here. Every Monday night, you can come by and hang out with us. We got. Coker and uh, Cobalt 3 hanging out with us. You may hear from them later in the show. But uh, first things first, uh, I haven't talked about this yet because I had to pre-record a bunch of my shows last week. But Devin Barrett, former Auburn running back, has entered the portal. <clears throat> Miss you already. It's the end of an era. <laughs> he, 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 played, he played several positions. It's true. Um, what a waste! But all the positions um, were he not would, he the would, position he was best at. Uh, correct, but they were all in my heart. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm will remember the several swing passes and jet that he sweeps. caught Those as cool. a uh, as a true freshman. Yeah, he was a gadget guy, and he ran a wheel route and a jet sweep, and that was pretty much it. Um, but boy, if you're gonna do something, do it right, and he that's was elite. Who, that's who he was. Yes. Um, and thought then, this new offense could possibly benefit him because he could be a receiver out of the backfield, but we will never know. No, I think it's just so hard. What what he's been through, it's just so hard to to uh, switch around. He took last year completely off, and then you come back and you're going to change back positions, learn an offense. Uh, it's just it. Was, he took the year before that completely off too. <laughs> that was bad. I'm sorry. Not my choice. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's good. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He but took yes. several years off. <laughs> um, true, true. But last year he opted out. A rivals 100 running back. That's what that's what hurts the most when you look back and like how talented this guy was. He was he was a stud, and we labeled him as a gadget guy early on, and he never developed as a he never developed his skill set as a, a real running back. And then like inexplicably, he gets moved to either wide receiver and then defense. Like, in a matter of months, it was just the whole handling of him. Right. Devin Barrett, we're sorry, bro. Yeah, seriously. Like, we, we are sorry. Because, <laughs> I mean, I remember I was hosting the Midday Sports Show. It was uh, the lunch break at the time when ESPN 106.7. And I was a Devin Barrett truther. Yes. I believed in that guy. And it is interesting when guys in the previous regime would get labeled as a gadget guy. And they would just get stuck being a gadget. Never I mean, get out of it. it unless you're carry-on. Yeah. I mean, Gus would do some weird things to get freshman running backs on the field. It's like, all right, you're not going to be like a running back. Yeah. You may line up at running back, and you're only going to run swing routes. Or carry on, they'd be like, okay, 
we're just going to put you in the wildcat. Yeah. But, like, God forbid we actually treat you like just, you know, a, a backup running, running back. back. You know, it's the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest thing. So that era is gone, I think. And I, yes. I think Devin Barrett would have been a lot more um, – I think you would have been great in, in a Brian Harson Mike Bobo system. But Hopefully we'll, he can find somewhere good and, you know, get in there and get some reps again. Auntie goes to UCF. It seems, probably not. Probably not. But, it, I mean – He should be really mad at Gus. I think it'd be, I don't I, – I think that bridge may be burned. Yeah, uh, I don't think he wants to go run swing passes. Um, he's good at him. He is good at him. He's very good at him. Um, all right, so yeah, um, do you think Auburn should panic in the round? You know, the fact that they've got three running backs on on scholarship going into twenty twenty one. So you have obviously you got Tank, you have Shivers, you have Jordan Ingram, and then you'll have the Jarquez Hunter. I forgot about Jordan Ingram. So he's not technically on scholarship yet, though, right? He's going to be on scholarship next year. No, he'll he'll be he'll be on scholarship in August. Okay, I thought they were counting him towards the class of twenty twenty two. They may they may be, but he'll be on. They may, pl- may count it for that, but he's going to be on scholarship pretty much immediately when he gets here. Is he part of the eighty five or whatever? Then yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got yeah. it. He will be. Okay. But uh, I, still though, after tank, after tank, what do you have? It's going to be well. We love Sean Shivers here on this podcast. I've started to really yeah. Sean is. I've told you. I told everybody. I've turned the corner on Sean. He, he's a he'll bu- he'll bust your face open. He also sees the value of listening to Locked On Auburn. Yes, he per does. his uh, Instagram and Twitter. So yes, there is that. Staying on the topic of the transfer portal, Demetrius Robertson. There's kind of some uh, some rumblings going around with this guy, and of course, this is uh this is the the Georgia receiver. The yes. se- he was a senior last year. He entered the transfer portal. It's been his freshman year at Cal. And then he's kind of had a hard time staying on the field since then. But very, very talented when he has been on the field. Yeah, he lit it up as a freshman. He had, you know, just shy of 1,000 yards receiving. Um, blazing speed. But then he got he – got his I think it was a knee, possibly. Had some knee injuries. And then he transferred back home to Georgia. and Georgia. Georgia. And he's – they sort of kind of pinholed him into uh, like, a, like a small slot receiver role. And – you know, they ran a lot of only two receiver sets, so he didn't get a whole lot of playing time and didn't put up huge numbers. So um, I'm, I, I told some friends, if he does come, I'm just going to be whelmed. You know, I'm not, okay. I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not underwhelmed. I'm just whelmed. But anytime you get a former five-star <laughs> guy, you think maybe he can rekindle the flame and – be I good mean, again. I've said it since the offseason started, and if this wasn't a hot take by any means, a lot of Auburn fans felt this way too. But I don't care if he's like – he doesn't need to be the most talented guy in the wide receiver room. Right. But we just need somebody who's like played football before. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, played college football for more than two seasons. And like uh, right now it's Shed Jackson in the locker room as far as like the leader. Right. And I don't know if that's enough. It may be. I really like Shedrick Jackson, but he's had a hard time staying healthy, and it stinks. That's true. That's true. So, did you see the um, Harson quote unquote bat signal on Twitter that everybody's saying this is that's what this thing meant? Is, that's what the new one is. This the new one? I think so. Because he did something originally. He yeah, was, it was doing like, like a, the, the Auburn hashtag made, Auburn made thing. Yeah, they, I think they they may be rebranding that. And that's okay. We're all new to this here. Yes. The boom thing was really good. 
Yeah. With the exclamation marks and all of that, like, that was really good. It took me, like, year seven when I realized each exclamation point after the boom was the commit for that class. See, I I loved that. It was very clever. Yeah. Um, Brian Harson saying, War Dam, is just one exclamation mark. So, if he's doing the same trend, I don't know what it's for. (laughs) I don't either. 2025 class? I don't know. Yes. But it's Charles Barkley laughing? I want every gif of Charles Barkley out there. So if he if it's just him posting a gif of Charles Barkley when we get a commit, I'll I'll love it. So get do it. we think this tweet was the timing Robertson? I think we did. I think that's kind of what everybody's thinking it is. I don't know what else it would be. Would it count towards next year's class as well? But he can't do that because he's going to be out of eligibility. Do we still have room in this class? I think so. Okay. Then we or no no we don't we're oh. we're moving. I don't know how it's going to work. Okay, it's going to be magic. Either. It's going to be I like magic. Um, you know what else is magic? What's that? The deals that you can find at rockauto.com. <laughs> Segway master. I mean, you can save time and money when using rockauto.com. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car, truck, or SUV. Right, Locked On Auburn in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so there's been some chatter throughout the Auburn fan base about how bad the academic year or athletic year was last year. It was not good, Academically, was never good for me. I'm sure (laughs) there are some people that academic year was not good last year, but I meant athletics. Um it was not good, Zach. It was not. So a few days ago, Nathan King on Auburn Undercover put together um, a list of where Auburn finished in the SEC across all sports. Did you see this? Did you like, see where it was? Like 12th out of 14. It, it was exactly 12th out of 14. It's pretty bad. That's not good. That is not ideal. That's not good. <laughs> and so also to kind of further to continue this conversation, Philip Marshall posted, and I'm not going to read all of it, um, because frank discussions were had. Frank discussions after a difficult year. He says, uh, recent meetings have included head coaches in all sports, President Jay Gouge, Athletics Director Alan Green, and retired General Ron Burgess, the university's chief operating officer. The mission is not to have more years like 2020 through 21. That's a good mission to have. That's a decent, decent goal. Uh, for sure. So from what I'm told, there were frank discussions about expectations compared with the support individual sports, especially so-called Olympic sports, get financially and otherwise. The bottom line from coaches, competing consistently at the top of the league takes the same kind of support that competitors enjoy. It appears Burgess will take a more active role in athletics, but details are sketchy. 
and as is the modern way, will be hard to come by. So what you're saying, Zach, is yeah, they want us to not lose a lot of games. That that's the most ideal thing is to actually win more games than you lose. I think uh, I think Auburn fans will be happy if that happens. God, that's a that's a novel idea. Uh, yes. Yes, that is. But yeah, if if you want to read the full article by uh, Marshall, just go to uh, auburnundercover.com and uh, sign up for a subscription. Uh, it's definitely worth it. Is this a cause for concern among Auburn fans? Because I think you could easily chalk it up to ah, COVID, whatever. And a lot of people do that. Which yeah. I think it's weird because like every school went through COVID. So yeah. is it just Auburn went through it worse than other people? Because that could be that could be a case. That could, that could definitely be a realistic scenario. But. We just kind of weren't good at anything. Now, you look at it, and it's like, okay, basketball is going to be better. Baseball is going to be better. Football should be better. So, like, I think you can chalk it up and just say, let's just dust off. 2020 doesn't count. Let's move on. I think you yeah. can totally make that case. Well, but just, also, you can look at several other things and be like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. It's looking pretty grim from an athletic standpoint, point of view. Well, I mean, just go I, – I, I would like to go one by one and kind of look at before – and after, and and how it looks going, how it look, things look moving forward. Okay, I'm following. So you, you talk, you talk basketball. So COVID year, we won 25 games, had a number one pick. The season gets cut short. We roll into next year, and we have just our heart ripped out with the whole one year, no postseason ban. Right. I gotta imagine. Just from a psychological standpoint, that's tough for motivational purposes to kind of, you know, Bruce plays a very, in, they play a very intense brand of basketball on, especially on defense. And they and, were so young. Yeah, and to get them to be able to buy in and go put forth that intensity every single game, knowing that there's nothing to play for at the end, couple that in with Sharif being ineligible for like half the season. Um, it, there was just I, to me that this was just a blip, a blip that okay. with, with basketball, there wasn't anything trending in this direction. And then you see a lot of the roster situations were remedied immediately uh, moving forward. So I'm not really worried about basketball at all. Okay, what about football? Football. You change a coach, so it's like, oh, okay, it's kind of you're kind of immune you to this conversation, to, yeah, right? Yeah, you try. In other words, you took the steps necessary that you thought to remedy this situation last year. You got rid of your coach because you, the trend was not headed in the right direction. So you you get it to bring a new coach in, and we'll we'll just have to see how it plays out. But that conversation to me doesn't really hold much water because. They kind of cut the head off already. Like they they, yeah. they went ahead and remedied it. And then baseball, I'm baseball. I'm a little bit concerned, and I'm looking at it from a trend perspective. Okay, two years ago, we go to the World Series. Okay, that's awesome. The year the net, the following year, half the season gets cut short, but they were not playing good baseball that early part of that season. And then this. They didn't even get to play conference games, though, that year, right? They, did, they didn't so, even get to get to conference games. It was game. pretty early. Sure. So, and then you come into this game, this season, and a lot of your, a lot of your same issues revolve around pitching and bullpen and things like that. And 
that's supposed to be somewhat of like Butch's specialty. And but it's not really the execution of the pitching. It's they can't stay healthy. Now, it is weird that Butch can't keep his bullpen healthy ever. So I, I mean, that's that, that's true. So what's the, I mean, what's the I'm deal I'm more here? concerned about that. It's like, what are they doing where they cannot – and it's always fluky stuff where yeah. it's like – They'll throw, you know, somebody will throw something and like their Jam hand a finger. will get caught on, you know, a, a box or something like that. It's like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. So like, that's my concern is, is, is the health aspect of it. But I mean, just talking with people within the baseball program, like I think the transfer portal is going to benefit Auburn more than the vast majority of schools just because of Butch Thompson. Sure. Um, I mean, it sounds like there's a kid we're going to get from Sanford that's really, really impressive. Sounds like there's a kid from Notre Dame that we're going to yes. get that's that uh, can just sling the thing. So I think uh, I think that's going to be okay. Right. But as far as a trend goes for baseball, there's been one postseason that's happened, and it's been you know because of COVID, it's like okay, we didn't make the postseason this year. But the last time there was a postseason, we're in the World Series. We were in Omaha. Sure, sure. I just look at the the start to the year that got cut short, and then the way. Some of the same scenarios continue no, continue to come up. That's all. I'm I'm sort of like I just got my I got my. I'm not saying I'm giving up on it or I'm not saying it's going in the wrong directions. I just got my eye on it. Sure. <laughs> um, and then you look at uh, like you look at women's basketball. That's a program that I would really like to be successful. I think sure. that would be. Uh, we've seen this community buy in when they were when, when Auburn basketball was good. Yes. It's like that's something that, that I would like to see. They've got a new coach there, Coach Harris. We'll see. A um, little surprised by the hire, but I think it makes sense when you really sit down and look at it. Knows the SEC really well. Right. Um, kind of was the number two for the rise that happened in Starkville. So I've was, seen some – I think she's landed a few kids already. Yeah. Uh, talented players yeah, since she's been here. Yeah, I've seen a few graphics so. been posted for that. So that's that. And then, like, Graba, I mean, with gymnastics, we talked to, to Sonny Lee last week. Yeah. Um, we're gonna that's have a awesome. freaking Olympian on our team. Like, that's unbelievable. That's got to be exciting. So that's like a recruit. Like that. What? That's got to be the equivalent of like a rival's top ten. If you got a, I don't know how it could be higher than that. Yeah, it can't be any higher than that. She that's scored like, second to Simone Biles. Like that was it. I thought she beat her out. There was one night that she beat her in a few events. Yeah. So she's a stud. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that those girls went to like. If you're on the Olympic team, I thought you just did Olympics full time. I didn't know you actually went to school after that. Uh, yeah, you apparently do. And she's going to Auburn. Did you That's hear? Awesome. She, she hadn't been to Auburn in like four years though. Did you hear that part of the interview? Uh-uh. Yeah, I asked her. I'm like, you know, she kept saying like she loves Auburn, and I'm like, cool. When's the last time you're uh, you've been on campus? And she said she was going to come this past November, but COVID. I'm like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and she said uh, probably four years. Wow. So she was like 14 when she was on campus last? What was her connection? Jeff Graba's brother is Jess Graba, and he's coached her for like 11 years. So that fell into our life. That is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Way to go, Graba. Thank you. Yes. Planets aligning. Uh, absolutely. Hey, today's show brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. They have a limited time flavor that is out now. This week only It's called Grasshopper Cookie. Um, it's delicious. It's kind of their take on a thin mint cookie, but it's less minty than like a thin mint co- uh, cookie because I don't like minty things. I say it all the time. I don't like mint flavored things, oh. but um, it's uh, it's very chocolatey, very subtle taste with the mint. 
It's delicious. So, uh, 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, only 5 grams of sugar. Be sure to check all that out at Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, uh, we got a few minutes left here at Baumhauer's. We talk about it every week. We love coming out here. Uh, I come out here once a week. You come out here like two or three times a week. At least twice. Yeah, because uh, you're here on Monday nights and doing I, this. And then kids night. Every, kids night, yeah. Every week. Yeah, so like you're, uh, your week's pretty front-loaded. Front-loaded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's downhill from here. It's downhill until the weekend. Right, right. Your week's like a slide. It is. Yeah, it's just kind of keep going down. Sharp slide. Right, right. Um, Coker and Cobalt. What do you guys think about why Auburn was bad in 2020? Do you guys have opinions? Who wants to go first? Cobalt, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go. I know you have opinions. Um, I disagree with Charlie here on... A lot of people do. On uh, love, love him to death, but disagree with him on the baseball thing. Look, we got to get facility upgrades before we're going to ever question what Butch, what Butch is capable of because that's what he's fighting right now. Where that park is on campus isn't great. No. It's kind of boxed in, especially now with the dorms. And from my understanding, he was promised a lot of upgrades that he hasn't gotten yet. Yeah, I mean, just talking with people within the baseball program, it sounds like they got to the World Series and then, like, they got funding cut. Basically. When you send them on a bus, that's ridiculous. Not good. It's ridiculous. Not good. Yeah. Uh, football. I have similar feelings as everyone else here. Mm-hmm. Um, basketball. I agree. That was just a blip on the radar. I mean, okay. but uh, the only other thing I've got is the upside of glass half full. Look at Devin Barrett. Is maybe that's because Jarquez Hunter has showed out a little bit. Yeah, there's that, that, that's definitely uh, possibly the case. It happened right after uh, he got Iron Man of the Week. Is I mean, what, I, uh, think we could, I think yeah. we could probably draw some similarities there. Yeah, maybe so. I mean, because you got to think he trans- or moved to the other side of the ball to be the number three running back, and now he's probably not the number three running back. So Exactly. Yeah. But I'm going to let Coker take it from here. Yeah, Coker, if you got any thoughts in regards to uh, the transfer portal or any thoughts regarding um, – why we were bad at almost everything last year. Well, I don't think uh, the COVID year counts at all. Just because they, the players got an extra year. So I'm like, congrats. No, that year just doesn't count at all. Okay. Like, I agree. No. Uh, with the baseball thing, um, Cobalt facilities, very, very heavy, very heavily need to – Replenishing on those or no renovation renovations, so right. Um, but yeah, I don't think last uh, last year's COVID year actually ever happened, just because it just didn't exist. it just didn't exist. Never no, happened. Yeah. no. With Sharif Cooper being out, no half the games just because the NCAA we, we, was mad. The, yeah, well, it wasn't the NCAA. Okay, it was. It was. It was just no, the basketball. Wanting him not well, if they were they kept him, didn't they keep him the off the bench? Was, no, the NCAA was doing an investigation and into it, but we just didn't play him just in case, right? But 
I don't like the just in cases. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, 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 get that. I get that. So yeah, like I said last year's last year's sports didn't happen. That includes Bama winning the national title. I'm okay with that. I think that's fine. I think that's good logic. I think that's good. Yeah, put an asterisk. Definitely asterisk. It. Like the Houston Astros. Absolutely. What was your favorite thing that you've had at Baumhauer's tonight? Man, those golf shrimp were beautifully delicious. Charlie Five, you've said this before, how the shrimp here is criminally underrated. And I think that is, uh, that's a true statement. It's delicious. Criminally underrated. Yeah. It's, it's Alabama golf shrimp. I mean, it's not frozen popcorn shrimp that you get. The grocery store. This is right. it's legit. No, this is a real deal. It's the real deal. They, they don't play around here at Baumhauer's. No. Um, all right. You got anything else for this week? I'm good, bro. Where can uh, where can people find you and hear you? You can find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five. Okay, a lot of underscores, underscores there. <laughs> <laughs> com, the bunker. Yes. Two four seven sports body get aboard. Uh huh. Or Tuesdays and Thursdays, the dad bod golf pod. Let's go. Let's go. What uh? What's on today's show that just went up? Of the Dadbot Golf Pod. So we got a, a pretty funny interview with uh, this, this guy, a Twitter personality. His name's Armin Abdich, and he tweeted Max Homa, who's a PGA golfer, for 25 days straight to play golf with him. And Max finally was like, okay, dude, fine. I'll play golf with you. It's funny. And it's a great so y'all interview. got him on? Got him on. It's That's a great cool. interview. So be sure to check that out wherever you get your podcasts. I'm on Twitter at Z Blackerby. Shows on Twitter at Locked On Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked On Auburn. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.